Welcome to Road to Redemption, a show sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. Welcome to Road to Redemption. I'm Aaliyah, and here we are sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. And I'm so excited. We have Shay in the studio. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so excited, and I'm just so glad that, you know, we get to have you here. I've heard a little bit of your testimony, and I just... I'm so excited and looking forward to the impact it's going to have. I know somebody needs to hear this. More than one person needs to hear this. And I just, I'm so excited that God brought you here. Well, thank you. I'm excited to share what God's been able to do in my life and through me and what he's done. It's had an impact on, you know, me, but also I know that there's other people that can hear from this and learn from it and hopefully it'll help them too. Yeah, exactly. And it will 100%. So what was your upbringing look like? Did you grow up in church? Did you grow up out of church? You know, what did that, did you have any foundations in faith? What did that look like? Oh, I grew up in the church. <laughs> um, every Sunday we were there, every Wednesday we were there. My mom was in the choir. Um, my parents taught Sunday school. We grew up in a really big Southern Baptist church in Birmingham, Alabama. And I was very involved with the youth group. I remember vacation Bible school, church camp. I think I was saved when I was baptized in a big baptism up by the, um, what are the things called that the organ sounds come out of the pipe, like the organ oh, pipes. Yeah. yeah. I was like right in the middle of the organ pipes and I was six or seven years old. And then I remember around 13, 12 or 13, I was at summer camp with my church and I rededicated my life to Christ then. Um, in high school, I was in the praise band, the worship band, whatever we called it, and was very involved growing up. It was a huge part of my life. Um, Jesus was very important. Um, it was part of our household. It was a part of our family. And then um, went to college. And I think I kind of maybe, you know, stepped away a little bit, not much. It was still the foundation, you know, um, of who I was and what I did. Um, and then when I moved back here, not back here, when, when my family moved here, I was in college and my mom was going through a lot at the time. And she came, pulled in the parking lot on a Saturday night and they did dinner before church. I don't know if they still do that or not, but they were doing dinner and some guy invited her in. So she joined Destiny and then I came to Destiny and Destiny's had a huge impact on my faith in my early mid twenties, now into my thirties. So yeah, it was a big part of my life growing up. It still is. And, um, I don't know where I would be if I hadn't had that foundation. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's so cool, you know, the younger you are, I think to get that foundation, you truly can go back to it and, you know, go back to, you know, I did know Jesus. Mm -hmm. I did have a relationship with mm -hmm. him. Even when I was young, I remember yeah. him saying this to me. I remember, you know, the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And so that is just such a miracle right there. I'm very thankful for it. You know, I look back and I'm like, oh, that was a time in my life when I was really not walking with the Lord but how I came back or how he brought me back, you know, mm -hmm. through different things, um, just in my twenties and, you know, even now in my thirties and just seeing what he's done, I, I come back to that foundation of what I learned as a kid, you know, Jesus loves me, this I know, you know, and yeah. reading the Bible and, um, you think of verses that have been instrumental in your life, you know, but you don't have to have that foundation, you know, Jesus right. meets you wherever yep. you are. Yeah. So, 
sometimes that foundation can get a little lost. It can get a little murky because mm-hmm. you, it's ingrained, ingrained, ingrained. Um, but I'm so thankful for it because it is a foundation in my life. So it's right. definitely played a part. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't grow up in church or anything. Yeah. Um, I really didn't have much of any foundation, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that God isn't capable of giving you a new foundation. Exactly. In him. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so where, I guess, you know, where did your story come off from God's path? Yeah. You know, how did that, what did that look like? Yeah. So I'm going to back up a little bit. Um, in my twenties, I moved here. I did to Destin, Florida. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anyone here and I got really involved with a young adult group at the church. That's how I met people. Um, I met some people through work. I'm in marketing, so I would do a lot of networking locally through different roles I had. And, um, but I really wanted to meet people in the church. I had, um, not stepped away from the Lord in college again, but I I was not walking with the Lord. And Mm -hmm. when I moved here, I just knew that he brought me here. Um, I was actually supposed to move to Nashville. Tennessee. I wanted to do marketing in the music industry. And I was set on, I was about to sublease an apartment from someone in Nashville. I was working with a um, musician who had a lot of contacts and he was helping me um, get connected in Nashville. And somehow I ended up in Destin. I don't know how I ended up here. I did not want to move here. My parents had been going through a divorce. It was a hard time in my life after coming off of college, not really walking with the Lord. Um, God put me here. And to this day, I don't remember that conversation of saying, Hey mom, I'm going to move home because I was not, not that I wasn't close with my family, but I wasn't like, I want to move to Destin and be with my family. I wanted to go off and do my own thing. Mm -hmm. So when I moved here, I knew number one, God put me here. I, to this day, do not remember the conversation of, I'm not going to be moving to Nashville. I'm just going to end up in Destin. It's like blocked from my mind. Um, I'm very thankful. God has given me so much opportunity here. So I get here. I've had amazing opportunity for my career here, which is interesting because it's kind of small, um, small area. So to be in marketing and really want to grow, I've had amazing roles. I've worked in retail marketing and tourism, um, nonprofit marketing. Um, and so my career has just really flourished here. Um, and so then I would say in my late twenties, um, I was doing my thing, you know, and I think that I was just leaning a little bit too much on myself and not on God. I was, had a great, um, job. I loved, I was in management at that point management level and marketing. And, um, I was just rocking and rolling and I, um, found myself in a situation where I ended up pregnant. I was not married. And so, um, it was a really hard time. I was like, wow, what just happened? Um, I felt very alone. I, um, even though I had all these friends and, you know, I was with my family and I had made a decision that put me in a place where, here I am, God, you know? So, um, I put it off. I didn't really want to think about it. I didn't really tell anyone at first. Cause I was like, maybe this isn't real. Like I was in this state of this can't be real. This is not me. I grew up doing everything I was supposed to do. I was a rule follower. I hated getting in trouble. And sometimes we find ourselves in situations that we're just like, wow, I did not make the best decision. And here I am, you know, I mean, yeah, you're like, who is this person? Who, like, what is this? Who am I? You know? And, um, and so I felt very ashamed. I felt very alone. And, um, during the time I was, um, still coming to church, very involved. I was working with the media team here at Destiny Worship Center. And actually I had a meeting scheduled with, oh, let me back up. Okay. So before all that happened, um, in this time of 
being very ashamed, being very alone, um, I went to the father of my son and told him I was pregnant. He was the first person I told and um, immediately was like, we're going to have an abortion. There was no... How are you? How far along are you? Um, at this point where I'd finally come to terms with it, I was almost four months pregnant. And he was like, we're going straight to an abortion clinic. You're going to have an abortion. And I was just like, no. And I remember that conversation. He got very um, aggressive, very threatening with me. And I felt very unsafe in that moment. And um, I felt the Holy Spirit just come over me. And I'll probably cry when I say this, but... I felt such a peace in that moment of very aggressive talk. Not, I was not in danger physically. Um, you know, I had never considered abortion. That wasn't an option for me. Um, and we all get to choose what we do in that situation. But for me, that was not an option. I was um, either I was going to parent this child or I was going to um, possibly give it up for adoption. I didn't know at the time. I was just, you know, those were my options. And um, when he brought the word in abortion, I was just like, whoa, that's not even an option for me. So I, um, in that moment, I just said, look, I'm not going to make you be a father. I am not. Mm -hmm. God told me in that moment, I had so much peace. He was like, I am the father of this child. And it was so nice. It wasn't nice. It wasn't a nice moment, but it was just so almost relaxing in a time of chaos. And this was all in a few minutes. (laughs) You know, this is happening. And um, God very audibly said, I am the father of this child and I'm going to take care of you, but you have to lean on me. And I was on the phone. I was getting angry text messages like, we're getting abortion. You're going to ruin my life. And I was just like, you know what? I don't need that. I could have, you know, forced getting child support. I could have gotten the paternity test and gotten the money and, you know, been been okay with that. And and God was like, no, you don't need his money. You don't, you don't need to force him to be involved in that child's life. And I'm not saying that's the best decision for everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. in that situation has to make what... They is best for them. But in my situation, God said, no, let him go. You're not going to force that. And I'm going to take care of you. I'm, I am going to be the father of this child. He will have an earthly father, but right now I'm going to father this child and I'm going to take care of you financially, everything. So that was really hard at this point. I still had not told my family I was pregnant. I had not told anyone. Um, and I was about four months pregnant. So, um, Moving on, um, I'm just kind of coming to terms with it. You know, what's the next step for me? Um, financially, I was I was comfortable for like a single adult, but I wasn't like comfortable enough to be raising a child on my own financially. And um, I had a lot of opportunity in this time came to me financially. And um, so one thing that happened in this time of just figuring out what's happening is I had already had a meeting scheduled with Pastor Steve as I was doing some work with a media team, um, helping out with, you know, just some social media and marketing stuff that they needed. And I had a meeting with Pastor Steve and I was ready to step down from helping. I, I felt very ashamed. And even though I knew what I was going to do and I was going to, at this point, I was going to raise this child. I was going to be a parent. Um, God had given me that and he said, he's taking care of it. So that's what I was walking in. And, um, I had a meeting with pastor Steve. I didn't cancel the meeting, but I just broke down in his office and I was like, this is what happened. I'm pregnant. Um, the father doesn't want to be involved. I don't feel like I really need to be 
helping out with stuff because I, I feel very ashamed, you know, yeah. and the grace Pastor Steve had in that meeting was what I wish everyone would experience from the church. That's what the church should be, the grace that God gives to us. He was so gracious and he wasn't like, great job, you made a great decision, but he was he was like, it's okay, you're gonna be okay, God's gonna take care of you. It doesn't mean we make the best decisions, but there's gonna be com- things that come up. There's gonna be people that look at you funny when you come to church. He was very honest with me. He was like, I hate that that's how humanity is, but you know, we're here. I'm gonna encourage you to stay involved in the church. I'm gonna encourage you to keep helping out, keep volunteering, stay in the church because that's gonna be the people that are gonna support you. Yeah. And um, I walked away, I, I can't even really regurgitate back what he said to me, but all I felt in that moment was so much grace. And again, he wasn't like patting me on the back, you know, at that moment saying you made the best decision, but he was saying that God's grace is here for you. And that's what Jesus died for us for is that grace that we have when we mess up, you know, he steps in and he says, I'm going to, I'm going to help you no matter what. And, um, and so that grace and that mercy just in that meeting was, just such a picture of what I feel like God wants us to experience from the church. Mm-hmm. And I will say the church family has been nothing other than supportive of me during this time. And yeah. when I, when I had my son, I was at Sacred Heart Hospital up the road. They sent me flowers. Um, you know, they do stuff for Mother's Day for single moms, you know, and it's just been such a picture of what the body of Christ is for the people, um, and what the church is here for. And so, um, it was a really hard time walking through all that, but what happened from then is, um, you know, I was a little worried financially, like, how am I going to raise this child? And, um, also I worked in an office eight 30 to five, and it was very much like you're there at eight 30 and you don't leave till five. If you have a doctor's appointment, we might let you go. Um, and th- I was like, I'm, how can I, there's no daycares around here that have those hours. Like, and and my mom works and, you know, my sister works and I have family here, but they can't babysit him all day, you know, while I'm working. So I, um, just started looking for jobs where I could work from home. And I found a job full time with benefits where I could work from home, but it was a huge step back financially from what I had been making. But I was like, wow, I can stay home with my son. I'm not having to go to an office. And, um, so I ended up taking that job and I was really worried financially what's going to happen. You know, how, you know, I've got bills, I've got a, a now coming a newborn child. And I actually signed my paperwork with that company in the hospital. So I was able to, from the day he was born, work from home. And at that time, the financial opportunity with some freelance work that I was offered it stepped in. And I truly believe that when God was like, I'm going to take care of you financially, don't take, don't go after child support, you know, don't, um, that's not the path I want you to take the financial filling. I would say from the step down in my finances, I took to be able to work from home was almost was more than I was making before. So it was like, God was saying like, look, I'm taking, you're going to work for it. You know, I'm, I, I was working. It's not like someone just is throwing money at me, but I worked hard for it, but I was able to financially be comfortable. You know, I wasn't living, I don't know, too much buying all the stuff, but I was taking care of me and my son and the blessing that I have seen from following God's words at that point, like, I'm going to take care of you. I'm the father of his child financially. I'm going to support you. That freelance work that stepped in in that time 
was above and beyond what I was actually making in that role where I was when I was working at the office, mm-hmm. 830 to five. And since then, um, my, in my career, you know, it was hard for me because I was very career driven when I found out I was pregnant. I was like, am I going to be able to keep this career? Am I going to be able to stay in this? Am I going to have to find a different path? God has taken the role I took. So I took a step back financially and also level wise. So I stepped back to almost an entry level role in my work. And, um, since then I have, moved up to like a management level with this company. And now I'm in a director position. So just in six years, um, I've seen God grow me. He knew that desire of wanting to grow my career, you know, and, and I just had to trust him and say like, this is really hard right now. Financially, it's really tight. And then I would get like a freelance opportunity to help out something and it would just cover what I needed. Or, um, you know, that, that one freelance opportunity that came at me first, it was very much a filling of probably about the same amount I would have been getting from child support. I never looked into it because God told me that that wasn't the path I needed to take. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would have gotten if I'd asked for child support. But um, to me, I think that that was God saying, this is the support that you need, that you would have probably gotten, you know, if you'd have gone after that, but I'm providing this for you. And it's just amazing that when you step back and you let God do his thing, it hasn't been easy. You know, I like to take things into my own hands. Um, I'm a very, you know, I've got a lot of that quality of drive and going and getting it and, um, getting things done. But I always have to step back and say, what would, what does God want me to do right now? And, um, I have to lay it down at his feet because I want to carry everything on my shoulders. You know, mm-hmm. I've had to be the sole parent. Um, I'm so thankful my family's around that's been able to help with a lot of things. I've, you know, since then see my friend group evolve, um, for, for the better, you know, maybe I was pulled away from some situations with the friends I was hanging out with maybe wasn't who I needed to be with, you know, those relationships long-term right. and, um, Years ago, back in my early 20s, I was working with a youth group here at Destiny, and we were at uh, Motion Experience, which was a retreat, and um, I was worshiping with the students, and I think there's something so powerful about youth worshiping. It's so mm-hmm. freeing. You know, I think as adults, we we come into worship, and we are just carrying so much weight, and it was just so freeing, and in that moment, um, I had a vision of, and this was way before any of this happened. I was in my early 20s at this point, and I had a vision of standing at the foot of the cross and I couldn't worship. My hands were really heavy. My arms were heavy. My shoulders were heavy. And God said, just put it at my feet, like lay it down and you'll be free to worship. And that vision has stuck with me so much through this, through my whole life. As I look back from my early twenties, you know, everything I went through late twenties, getting pregnant, you know, and now into my mid thirties, just career and single parenting and just doing life. That vision has stuck with me. And it's almost like he gave me that really early on, but it was so visual. I can, I can just see it still today, probably 15 years later. Um, and I can see that And God has always taken care of me when I've laid it at his feet. And I think that we walk through things and we try and carry things. And when we mess up, we try and cover it up so God doesn't get mad at us, but he's not mad. He wants to help us through it. He wants to carry those burdens for us. He's not gonna give us a pat on the back and say, great job, you know, but but he's gonna be there through it. So that's been, you know, really that redemption story. And it's still happening. My story's still going, you know, just as I grow deeper in that and walk through that and um, I'm able to 
talk to other single moms, you know, about how, how they're handling this. But if I could just encourage anyone, it would be to lay it down, whatever it is, whether you messed up or it's just things that God's giving you, just like lay it at the foot of the cross, because when you're free to worship and when you're free to worship him, he will carry you through it. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I know, you know, there are so many stories of that. And I think the encouragement that you just gave is it goes in all situations, but especially for that, because, you know, the Lord was the father and yeah. he supported yeah. you and still is yeah. supporting all of us. Mm-hmm. And that's something we need reminders on. Yeah. Stop taking up control and just lay it down. Yeah. Just lay it down and don't pick it back up. And you need that Holy Spirit. You need that heavenly father to mm-hmm. take the place in so much. Like even our parents, they're not perfect, you know, right. and, and we all need that father in our life to take care of us and to carry us through. So it's really important and leaning into worship and the word, you know, in those times truly does like make a huge difference. Yeah. It changes your life. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much Shay, for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for telling your testimony. That was amazing. And it's, it's kind of hard, but that's why we have testimonies. You yeah. Know? It can impact someone's life. So, yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. We just really say three things to do, you know, and Shay talked about this a bit, like, Number one, pick up the Bible. There's a Bible app on your phone. It's free. Start reading the word. It will change your life seeing God's truth. There's power in God's truth. Two, we just really recommend you find a local church. She had destiny and, you know, countless testimonies talk about how the local church changed their life. And three, join a small group at your church. Know people, get that Christian fellowship in the church because those are the bonds that you need in all seasons, all situations. And they're the people you lean on for support, for help, everything. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you, Shay, again. Thank you. For coming in. And I know somebody out there needs this. So just really soak this on up and don't let it brush by you. So thank you all for listening and have a blessed day. You've been listening to Road to Redemption, sharing powerful life testimonies, giving hope to those on their own road to redemption. If you have any comments or questions, we would love to connect with you. You can reach out to us at destinyradio.live. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week on Road to Redemption.